brand new system is just no. not very good. Just G- Genie Plus. There's a lot of words. There, there is. There's words. a lot of words. So, <laughs> so I guess maybe where we should basically just start is just, just like you said, Genie Plus is the additional paid for service of Lightning Lane for all attractions that are not considered top tier. Well, that's access to those attractions. Access, correct. Doesn't yes. mean you're going to get it. Doesn't mean you're going to get it, but that is access to those. So, and what that means is that once you purchase that for your family of four, which is one time, which is sixty bucks for the family for the day, if you're a family of four, I understand people are larger than families of four. Disney primarily focuses on families of four, but sixty bucks gets you the ability to book a Lightning Lane attraction um, starting. When the park opens up at 9 o'clock, so let's say if you want to ride, if you're going into Magic Kingdom and you want to ride Thunder Mountain, you can book Thunder Mountain if the time is available at 9 a.m. And your window then goes to 10. So it's like an old Fast Pass. You have an hour to uh, access that attraction by skipping the line. Once you, and this was something else we found out yesterday that we thought was really great, about the system um, is that as soon as you tap your magic band, your phone, whatever you're uh, using, okay, to the first touch point, you can immediately begin booking your next attraction. Now, when or this is where I don't like the system because you can't necessarily choose or flip through times for these lightning lane attractions. The only thing that seemed like you could do that with is the individual ride. So, but as soon as you touch that, like let's say if you get into the park and you're at Thunder Mountain at 9:10, you touch your thing, you can immediately start looking on Disney Genie Plus for your next attraction. Um, it might be at 9:30, it might be at 10, it might be at 10:15. It all depends on what is available, and you can just kind of pick whatever is available uh, first. But more popular attractions, because more people are using it, are going to tend to have, you know, your next attraction is probably not going to be until 11 or 11.30, just because of how the system works. So keep that in mind. You can use Lightning Lane all day long, as long as there are attractions that are available for you to choose from. Speaking of, let me read a comment real quick that we got on our YouTube video from yesterday about somebody that was able to use... um, they were able to use Disney Genie Plus and the individual attraction purchases to what I would consider the max. I feel like they, so they were staying on property and they had access. If you're staying on property, you have access to book the individual attractions that you pay for individually at 7 a.m. Only resort guests have that access. Park guests and annual pass holders and anybody that's not staying at a Disney resort you cannot book those individual attractions till 9 a.m. So he was staying on property. He was able to book his first attraction at 7 a.m. because he was a resort guest. He, this is the comment. I had a decent experience today. I was able to book Rise of the Resistance, Mickey and Minnie, and Twilight Zone, and Slinky Dog, and be done with Disney Hollywood Studios by noon. So he was able to book Rise of the Resistance and Mickey and Minnie's in the morning. Then also was able to book Twilight Zone because your individual attractions and your Lightning Lane attractions, uh, you can book them simultaneously because they do not affect each other. Um, Then they were able to book Slinky Dog as well. Was able to do those four attractions. Those are four major attractions at Hollywood Studios and had done all of them by noon. The park opened at nine. Then they were able to get more use out of Disney Genie Plus at Magic Kingdom in the afternoon and evening. 
They said they're not a fan of having to pay a la carte for some of those and that you can only buy two of them a day for the top tier attractions. Um, so he said the vacations are going to get more pricey, but they still said they had a decent experience, which with reading that comment, that to me shows that you can get a lot of attractions out of your money. Thank you, Nico. It kind of sucks that you have to pay for it now. Right. Instead of... It, now, but, and this was just one person. This was just one person. So Nobody it, else. A lot of other it, people it, commenting were not actually here yesterday. Exactly. To and, be able to give us that feedback. And just also to put into the realm of reality here, one person is very different than four people. So yeah. keep that in mind. But utilizing Genie Plus can be feasible and can be done if if utilized correctly. I understand that it's it, it does seem or feels a little confusing. And your first day here is going to be probably a little bit of figuring it out, but... Um, you know, it is what it is. So, uh, Kristen asked if you, is it true that if you pay $15 for rise, you missing the stormtroopers? A YouTuber was saying that yesterday. I do not believe that this is the case. No, we've the gone fast through pass the fast line. pass yes, line. Yes. The fast pass line or the lightning lane now, um, just bypasses everything, all the entire standby up until the very first room that you go into, which is where you see the first pre-show. Um, pre-show. So that's what happened the, yesterday? Now, what happened yesterday? This is probably what happened. Um, because the ride went down for such a long time yesterday, um, they may have been kind of skipping rooms to uh, give a better experience for people to like not have to wait and even longer to get them through quicker. Yeah, so um, there there really should be no reason for you to skip uh, the stormtrooper room. That is the main thing. Lightning uh, lane on like every attraction will merge with the standby line before any pre-shows. Yeah, it, it's exactly like like. Lightning Lane is exactly the same exact Fast Pass Lane. Yes. It's exactly they the same. They literally just changed the name. Never changed. Same queue. All the same. So, um, do you know if you can pay with a Disney gift card? Yes. We did find that out. We found that out yesterday, not from our own personal that experience. A, I will note that. But yeah. what happened yesterday was uh, somebody had commented from Canada. No. No? no. Let me explain what happened okay. because I read the comment. <laughs> so on our Instagram post from yesterday, we had people like give their thoughts and opinions about Disney Genie. Somebody said that they had a relative here from Canada. Obviously their first time here in a very long time. Um, they were on the app. They had you. So you have to have a credit card on file on your My Disney Experience app just for any kind of purchases that you would possibly make through the app. It's basically just there as a placeholder. So they went to book Rise of the Resistance because they were staying on property. They would have gotten an early morning access, but it wasn't working for some reason. They eventually realized what the problem was, is that it was their Canadian address linked to their credit card was not allowing them to book. So I told them when I saw that comment, they were like, oh, it's really unfortunate, whatever. And I, they were eventually able to get a Disney gift card added onto their account and were able to purchase Lightning Lane and other additional attractions. I told them because of that issue to go to guest services and explain to them because this is the first day, they're still working out some kinks um, of things maybe they didn't think about or something. So they went to guest services and guest services did give them a Lightning Lane for Rise of the Resistance because of the whole issue with their address and not knowing that was going to be an issue ahead of time. Um, so hopefully that that's like a notification or something um, that people will be aware of from now on that yeah. if you don't have a apparently a U.S. address linked to your credit card, 
you should probably use a gift card to be able to purchase your lightning lanes and individual attractions. But yeah. So, um, yeah. And, and another thing, another question that I saw come through, which, uh, we talked probably briefly about yesterday, um, was about, uh, if park hopping, can you book a Disney genie attraction, uh, at your second park later in the day and continue using genie plus for attractions at your first park. Uh, so no, depends how you do that. You can, you can purchase, uh, you can only hold one Disney, you can only hold one Genie Plus attraction at a time unless yes. you purchase an individual attraction. So, like, you purchase Rise of Resistance in the morning, you can still do Lightning Lane for other attractions, right? But you can only hold one of those at a time. So, at most, you can hold two things. Rise of Resistance, and let's say you get Rock and Roller Coaster at 9 a.m., and let's say rises in until one o'clock. You can continue to use Genie Plus uh, throughout the morning, but you can only do it one at a time. You can also uh, book if you're going to park hop. Let's say if you uh, did Rise of Resistance in the morning and you want to go to Magic Kingdom, you can book an individual one for Magic Kingdom for you know Space Mountain or mm-hmm. Seven Dwarfs, um, but. You and you can still use your Genie Plus at Hollywood Studios until you park hop over there. Um, Wish. It will tell you though that you cannot book anything for your second park until after two o'clock because of yes. the park hopper so rule. You can do the action of booking, but the time right. of the booked attraction cannot be until after two p.m. And and if you're planning to be in Hollywood Studios for a while, right? And let's say you decide that uh, you're going to book. Thunder Mountain, uh, and it's only 10 o'clock in Hollywood Studios, Thunder Mountain, you're only going to be able to book at 2 o'clock. You can't book anything else in Hollywood Studios. Like, you know, so that's how it works. It, it has to be within your one park um, to start with, and then once you park up, you know, it's just it's one attraction at a time. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind, but, uh, I mean, it's – it, it's, it, this is basically Max Pass um, for anybody that doesn't know. Yes. So just keep in mind those Lightning Lane attractions. There's a list of Lightning Lane attractions. I can actually I'll, I read them off to you. Um, the list of Lightning Lane that are not individual attractions. They're Disney Genie Plus. Well, it'd be better Lightning just to Lane. read what the individuals are. I'm going are. to. You pay Everything that. else is Lightning yes, Lane. Yes, I understand. You pay that $15 one time. Some people were commenting and were confused saying, I'm not paying $15 every time I want to book a ride. That is not the case. You pay $15 once and then you have access to those attractions. Even once you park hop, that does carry over. That was another question we had a lot was, can I park hop with this? And that was actually a question we had in the morning. And you can park hop with it. You do not have to pay $15 again. It's just like the parking. Your parking fee carries over if you park hop. Um, okay, so here's your list of attractions for Disney Genie plus Lightning Lane. This is your $15 you pay one time a day per person. At Magic Kingdom, you have Small World, Thunder Mountain, Buzz Lightyear. Oh, what is happening? That's an ad. They're on here somewhere. Uh, Heather says... Sorry, I'm... Oh, go ahead. Let me That's finish fine. reading. Okay, Magic Kingdom. Small World, Thunder Mountain, Buzz Lightyear, Dumbo, Haunted Mansion, Jungle Cruise, Mad Tea Party, Magic Carpets of Aladdin, Peter Pan, Pirates, Splash Mountain, Barnstormer, Winnie the Pooh, Tomorrowland Speedway, Under the Sea with the Little Mermaid, Philhar Magic, and Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. 
at Epcot, you have Journey into Imagination with Figment, Living with the Land, Soaring Around the World, Spaceship Earth, Test Track, The Seas, Turtle Talk, Disney Pixar Shorts. I do not know why you would need a Fast Pass for that. And Mission Space. <laughs> uh, Hollywood Studios, uh, Alien Swirling Saucers, Smuggler's Run, Rock and Roller Coaster, Slinky Dog, Star Tours, Tower of Terror, Toy Story Mania, Beauty and the Beast, uh, Frozen Singalong, Muppet Vision, and Disney Junior Play and Dance. And Animal Kingdom is Dinosaur, Tough to Be a Bug, Cali River Rapids, Kilimanjaro Safari, Navi River Journey, Festival of Lion King, Animation Experience, and Feathered Friends in Flight. So that is what you have access to book when you pay $15 per day per person for Disney Genie Plus Lightning Lane. Yeah. So, okay. So, so many words. There's a couple of things here that I want to address. First off, uh, Heather says, but isn't there a two-hour rule? If you book one from more than two hours away, you can book another one once that two hours is up. I, I'm not sure what you're asking. I don't I don't know of any two-hour rule that you're speaking of. Um, you can only hold one at a time unless you also purchase an, an individual attraction, which is only the top-tier attractions. Um, I don't know that this two-hour rule is. Basically, as soon as you – if I get Thunder Mountain at 9 o'clock and I use it, if one pops up – if another attraction pops up, let's say Splash Mountain – for 9.30, in theory, I should be able to book that no problem. Um, probably won't pop up by 9.30, but in theory, I should be able to book that right away. Uh, I'm not sure what the two-hour rule is that you're speaking of. Uh, we would need more like information on that. There is a two-hour rule. I'm not sure what that is because we didn't really experience any no. two-hour rule. So I would have to, um, I, can, I can look into it here in a moment. Because and let we had look. Tower Terror at 10.30, and I think we got... Rock and roller coaster for noon, so that would break the two-hour roll. Um, uh, I just find it all confusing with the names. They should have kept FastPass Plus as the paid-for option and the Lightning Lane for extra attractions. I agree; it is exceptionally confusing. I kind of wonder if that's partially marketing to try and get people more people to buy into it. Um, we did see an issue yesterday where people were kind of just rushing the Lightning Lane attractions or rushing the Lightning Lane entrances thinking that they had a lightning lane booked uh, when really they didn't. They just purchased it and, and thought that that guaranteed them access. Um, <clears throat> the 120 minute is your first one is more than two hours away from parks. Hold on. I'm looking it up right now. Josh. Oh, I see. I don't understand. I guess the 120 minute roll is your first one is more than two hours away from the parks opening. You can select one once the park opens prior I see what you're saying. So you're talking about booking ahead of park opening. That's what they're talking about. That's that's what they're, they're just asking about this two-hour roll of like, I, I'm, I'm assuming. So two hours away from the park's opening. So if the park opens at 9 o'clock, you can begin booking at 7. Yes. Um, which I think if Magic Kingdom opens at 8, then you can begin booking at 6 for your uh, thing. So uh, Kyle Pala was able to do a thing called stacking in his video. So he could book... Two attractions for Genie Plus at a time. You should look into that. No, you no, cannot. No, that is not true. I don't. You can do an individual I believe, and a Lightning Lane at the yeah, same time. Yeah, I, I believe you might be confused. Um, you cannot. You cannot can hold Lightning Lane at the same. Two ordinary Lightning Lane attractions, and again, this is going to sound confusing um, because Disney really screwed this this naming convention up. They should not have done. It this. It should have been Lightning Lane and Lightning Lane Plus, or something. Like something that. like that to to more distinctly Disney Genie. Plus Lightning Lane. 
Yeah, it's it's Disney ridiculous. Genie, no, it's, it's not ridiculous. even Disney Genie Plus. It's just it is individual attraction because Disney Genie <laughs> is the is the Disney. <laughs> when you open up my Disney Experience, Disney Genie, no plus, just Disney Genie is the free yes. complimentary uh, AI that is designed to help you have a better experience during the parks. You can select attractions that you want to do. You can select entertainment that you want to enjoy and dining that you might be able to also do. When it gets to the attractions, you're going to be able to see the attractions. And you're going to see that there are times available to book for these attractions. And you're going to click on that. And then it's going to say, would you like to purchase Disney Genie Plus? Which which uh, gives you access to potentially skip the lines for attractions. But it does not include the individual top tier attractions, which I think are kind of silly designated. Space Mountain, I don't think, should be a top tier attraction. But it is, so regardless. Um but I understand that it's super confusing. You cannot hold A bunch two... of people are saying they confirm you can stack Lightning Lane. No, you cannot stack Lightning Lane. I just sent you the link on how to stack. Well, where did you send I, that link to? Because I, we've got a I, bunch of ways. I don't think that that's true. I mean, we will try it. And if it is, awesome. But bear in mind, Disney will probably fix that almost instantly. Any hacks that come up, Disney like Disney's, gets rid of those Disney quick. is going to get rid of them. Um I mean, if, if we're talking about stacking in the sense that, like, you're saying that you can try to book one at 7 o'clock in the morning and then potentially book another one at 9, maybe. But, yeah, I, I would say that it's probably a glitch. The only way that you can get two attractions for you to be able to skip the line is if you pay, okay, here's what they're pay saying. for one. If you, if you book a ride at 5, okay, say it's, like, 9 o'clock in the morning. Right. You book a ride, no, 10 o'clock. If you book a ride at 5 p.m. and it's currently 10 a.m. when you book the 5 p.m., you can book a second lightning lane at 12 p.m. up until one hour before your 5 p.m. ride. So what they're saying is, is if it's 10 o'clock now, yeah. you book a 5 p.m. in two hours. This is the two-hour rule. In two hours, you can book another one. Oh, interesting. So then, so, so technically, you can. Hold you one. can. Okay. So, but here's what I will say about this. And I think that that is not smart. That is not an effective use of Disney Genie Plus. Because you don't want to book them far that, out. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like that you would that'd be a waste of your money. First possible one in the Exactly. Morning. If you're, if you're talking about trying to get the most amount of value out of your money, mm-hmm. right? Cause everybody's complaining that $15 is too much. I agree. It is too much. But if you're trying to get the most amount of your money, you got to be doing this exact same way that we did with FastPass, yes. which is you should be booking the very first attraction as soon as as soon as you can possibly get it, nine o'clock in the morning, and then as soon as you tap your band, you start booking the next one mm-hmm. right away. If you if you're doing this stuff, you're waiting in the lines, and you're wasting your day, and you're wasting your day. I mean, if you if you book something, yeah, great, you book it at five o'clock. Oh yes, and you've got two. Two hours later, you can book another one, and oh, now all of a sudden you have two, but you've just Wasted, you just wasted the rest of the day. You just wasted your entire morning when you could have had a at least two or three lighting lines. Yeah. So, I mean, I I guess I I guess it's a it's like if, a hack. If it's, that's in all that's available, then yes, maybe do it that way. And but and I and I guess I understand where coming from. Where if you book one at seven o'clock in the morning, potentially then you can also book another one at nine o'clock. 
Um, so I can kind of see that happening, but can you book that at nine o'clock if your if your lightning lane attraction is at nine o'clock and you haven't used it yet? So I don't know. So and, and again, like this was the first day of testing and using it. Um, we're going to figure more things out. Disney is going to be getting like loads and loads and loads of data coming back. Oh, this is a question I have seen come through here about you, five times. Can you turn my ISO down? I'm like oh, way, again. way bright. Oh, it's because of the sun. Uh, so or turn my shutter speed up. Okay, what I've seen come through multiple times now, and we have been asked this multiple times. How do I add Disney Genie Plus to my future reservation? I'm not coming for six months. How do I pay for this now? You can't, unfortunately. To our knowledge, you cannot. To our knowledge, you cannot book it in advance. You can only pay for it day of. However, you can pay for it at 4 o'clock in the morning or 3 o'clock in the morning or 6.59 in the morning <laughs> before the 7 a.m., it just you just can't pay for it until the day of, and that's exactly how Max Pass in Disneyland worked when we went back in 2019. You could not buy it until that morning. You can buy it before the park opens, right? And especially if you are a resort guest, make sure you have it paid for before 7 a.m. Because if you are a resort guest, this is this is Disney's way of getting more people to stay on property is by giving resort guests this benefit. If you are not a resort guest, yes, this is going to suck. If you're a local, yes, this is going to suck. But Disney's a business. They want people to come and stay with them. Like, that's how that's how it's always been. Disney wants to do things to get you to stay with them and give you benefits in some way. People have been complaining about this. Hold on. I see you about to say something. <laughs> people have complained, been complaining that are staying on Disney property that they have no benefit of even staying on property. Why should I stay on property anymore? I don't have any benefit. Now you have that benefit back. You can enter the park 30 minutes before the park opens now. And if you purchase Disney Genie Plus Lightning Lane for $15 per person per day, you have access, oh, not even that. You have access to purchase your individual attractions at 7 a.m. Regular park guests, whether they have a one-day ticket, a multi-day ticket, they're an annual pass holder. Yeah. They're not staying can, on property. You can book it in advance, though. Yes, I'm just explaining it. Okay, just making sure. Sorry. I was just reading comments. I wasn't exactly hearing everything you're saying because everybody keeps saying it can be added in advance, like you can purchase it in advance. Okay, I'm not talking yeah. about that. Okay, all right. I'm past sure. that. All right, just making sure. He's not listening to me. No, I was reading comments. I was, I was checking into the comments. Anyway, if you are not, basically, if you are not staying on property... You cannot book individual attractions until the park opens. If you are a resort guest, you can book the individual attractions starting at 7 a.m. Yeah. And if you are going to Hollywood Studios, you better be on there at 7 a.m. because you can get Rise of the Resistance for early in the morning and yep. then not have to worry about it the rest of the day. Unfortunately, for people like us who do not stay on property frequently, uh, when we got to Hollywood Studios... Uh, Rise of the Resistance was to about 6.50 p.m. when we got into the park at 9 a.m. when it opened. So we did not pay extra for that because we've been on it before. It's fine. We'll do it when we have some friends or family come to visit. We'll rope drop. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, so that's your added resort benefit is being able to get into the park 30 minutes early now and to be able to book individual attractions at 7 p.m. And so uh, I haven't been reading the comments because I've been well, talking. So but did somebody say how far in advance you can purchase Lightning it, Lane? It's just if you purchase it in advance, it has to be with a resort package and you have to purchase it for every single day of your pack of your of your uh, resort package. Okay, so that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, so. And again, so, I mean, like, uh, let it, me just chime in real quick here. Book with a uh, travel agent and they will help set this all up for you. Travel yeah. agent being gold, go get away. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, and I know it's really confusing. It's going to be confusing for a while. Um, I mean, as, as Taylor and I, it, I, we will purchase this again just so that we can play around with it more and try to give you guys a little bit more uh, information and, and, and benefits from it. But, um, I understand that it's still confusing, but it's just something that like you're going to have to budget for no matter if if that's what you're planning on doing, you're gonna have to budget for it. If you don't want to do it for every day of your vacation, then I would say don't purchase it in advance because you can't do it unless you're purchasing it for the entire length of your vacation and just Mm -hmm. do it day of, you know, animal kingdom is probably not a park that you need to purchase Disney genie plus for. I love Animal no. Kingdom. It's near and dear to my park, my heart, but I don't think so. I mean, I, I would just purchase I, I would individual for right. Flight of Passage. Yep. I would rather wait in lines at Animal Kingdom and you know? just purchase Flight of Passage. Um, can you only go on each ride once? Yes. So that's something else we, we yes. figured out yesterday, too, was that that's even everything. though... Even though we rode Rock and Roller Coaster at 1030 and another Rock and Roller Coaster attraction or time uh, popped up for 1230... Uh, I clicked on it. We were not eligible. And it told us that we were not eligible because we had already used our Lightning Lane for that attraction. So you can only use it once per attraction, which, again, is very, very silly. Um, And I agree with everybody that this is uh, kind of a mistake and it's really stupid that Disney is limiting. It is. Disney is limiting you to only being able to use it once per attraction. Okay. Somebody commented about that and I just I thought about it a little bit because I I do agree. I wish that, you know, you're paying for it. I wish you could do it more than once. But the way that it looks right now is that they are limited. They're limiting Lightning Lane and the individual attractions so much. To literally make it be a walk-on when you go on there. They're making a literal lightning line. Like, this is this is not FastPass where you have little to no wait. Because that's how they advertised FastPass was where little Where sometimes you did wait like 15 no wait. minutes. Sometimes you did wait. That's a little wait compared to the actual standby line. With lightning lane, you're walking on the attraction. Yeah. Now, I did hear some people were saying that Rise of the Resistance lightning lane got long yesterday because it did break down. Of course, that's going I mean, to it, happen it because everybody's trying to come back and use their lightning lane. Exactly. That's not what lightning lane is. That was a little, that's a blip. Right. <laughs> so, uh, my God, I lost my train of thought. Um, well, Callie just asked, how much is Flight of Passage separately? So, uh, Depends. do you remember Her how day. much it was yesterday when we looked? Uh, I took um, screenshots. Hold on. So, yesterday, uh, Rise of the Resistance was the most expensive individual attraction you could purchase, $15. 15. I think Space Mountain was the here, least. I have, I, no, it wasn't. No? I have them listed here. So, yesterday. Listen, this was opening day. This is opening on day. On a Tuesday during the week. Random Tuesday in October during the middle of the week. Note, these prices can change. They will change. They, they not will. Change. They will. They could change on a daily basis. They will increase. I'm just saying they could change on a daily basis. I know. I'm we, just I'm letting everybody know it. they will increase. We do not know. But on holidays, prices will increase. 
uh, weekends prices could be increased. Uh, it really just depends. It also could depend if park capacity is increased. There's going to be more of a demand, so they're going to increase it. Uh, so basically, yesterday on opening day, prices were Rise of the Resistance, 15, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, 8, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, 9, Frozen Ever After, 9, Space Mountain, 7, Seven Doors Mine Train, 10, Flight of Passage, 11, and Everest, 7. So Space Mountain and Everest were the cheapest. Were the cheapest. And, and Flight of Passage was 11? Uh, yeah. If okay. you really want to get on Everest, do the single rider line. Yeah. I mean, I would do single, like, do single do rider single or... Line. If you can, do the single rider line. It takes, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. Watch, now it's going to be, everybody gets in the single well, rider line. <laughs> I mean, if they do, it'll, you know, I mean, then maybe the regular standby won't be so long. Oh, uh, I don't remember what I was going to be talking about earlier, but, um, oh, there's multiple things. Because I've, like, I've been reading so many, like, comments and posts and just want to see, like, what people have to think about this. But um, with Lightning Lane, people were, like, we're talking about the lines being super short. I saw a post yesterday. People were saying that the Lightning Lane was getting so long, blah, blah, blah. The whole Rise of the Resistance thing happened. That doesn't count. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train Lightning Lane outside of the queue got really, really long. That is because people were not reading what they were booking, and did not understand when you book a lightning lane individual attraction, that does not mean you have access immediately. Right. You are booking a time to return. A bunch of people were standing in Seven Doors Mine Train line. They realized, oh, I can book a lightning lane. So they get on and they book their individual attraction and pay whatever it was, $10 to ride Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. So they got out of line and walked right over to... The lightning lane line. Right. So then a whole management team had to come over and explain to all of these people in the line, you have a return time. It shows you right here on your phone when you book it that you booked a return time. You cannot come and use it whenever you feel like. You have to use your return time. There is a grace period, a very small grace period. You can use it five minutes before your time. So say your time's 2.30 to 3.30. You can come back at 2.25. If you happen to be late, the late grace period is only five minutes as well. So you can come back at 3.35 at the latest. Uh, with Fast Pass Plus, it was a like 13-minute grace period, so they have cut that down significantly. But they're trying to keep this a super restricted, super short lightning lane lines. So just got to keep that in mind. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, somebody said, I'm kind of scared about the pricing based on demand. Uh, folks keep paying rise. Won't it just go up? Yes. And that's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. it, 15 bucks, like I said, 15 bucks is not bad for rise because I'm telling you on Christmas day, I'm just going to throw it out there. Maybe I shouldn't throw it out into the world, but you might see it as high as $45 per person for the ride. Because it's Christmas Day. It's in demand. Mm-hmm. It's a holiday. Um, same thing with over at Magic Kingdom. I mean, Seven Doors might be $25 per person. It, it just it depends on how many people are in there and what's happening. So, I mean, keep that in mind, guys. I've just, keep that in mind. I have so many things to say. I should have literally wrote all this down because I'm going to forget half these things. But I just saw a comment from Charlene that says, Could you rope drop your favorite ride? 
not booking it with Disney Genie Plus, and then use your Disney Genie Plus to book another ride that you in the system that you know you were already would the system know you were already on it? So no, you listen. Standby lines are still there. Standby lines are still there. You can go get in the standby line for every single attraction. The standby line has no effect on Lightning Lane and Disney Genie Plus. So yes, go rope drop your favorite attraction and book it in Disney Genie Plus too if you want to ride it twice. If you want to ride it twice, yeah. Yes, 100%. Go rope drop. Still rope drop. Because then you can get the more, the most out of your day. Yes, you're still probably going to have to wait in some lines if you really want to get, you know, to ride all your favorite attractions. Somebody else commented, I forget whose name it was, Joshua says, as rope dropping Rise of the Resistance still a good plan to avoid paying for the individual lightning lane? That is hard to say, honestly, because yesterday when we got there, we had no rush. Our first lightning lane wasn't until 1030. We were not planning on riding anything else before that, like to stand and stand by. When we got there at 830, the herd was huge. So I will tell you, if you're staying on Disney property and you get to Hollywood Studios before 8.30 when you can get in 30 minutes early, definitely go rope job, Rise of the Resistance because it's only going to be resort guests allowed in the park. If you are not staying on property and you can't be let into the park until 9 o'clock, you could still try, but you're definitely going to be waiting. Um, So I guess you just kind of have to weigh the risks and benefits and the price and everything else. Would you rather stand in the line and risk waiting a long time? Or would you rather pay? So that's the big thing. A lot of people are saying that Disney's pricing me out of coming on my vacation. Technically, you could say they are, but you could also say they're not. not Because standby line did not go anywhere. You can still go wait and standby for every single attraction. Yeah, so here's another thing. Let's address this, right? Um, Veronica said yesterday someone did not make it in time for Pirates, uh, and she was not able to rebook it for later. The system punished her for letting her uh, and let her know. It's like, nope, you missed your daily chance. So, okay, in a sense, you could say, I guess, maybe the system punished her, but here's the thing. If you know that you're not going to make it in time for your attraction, okay, you have a five-minute window on the front end and on the back end. If you know that you're not going to make it. Josh, um, is your mic off? Oh. Josh's mic is off. Thank you. I must have bumped it accidentally. Um, okay. So uh, if you know that you potentially will not make the time, your best scenario is to cancel. Because if you just let it run out and expire, it's going to think that you either used it and the system didn't pick up you scanning it or, um, or, or, or whatever. So cancel it because then you can rebook it. As long as you don't actually physically use it, you can rebook it for later. Um, it's only, it's only going to not let you rebook something if it feels like that you've booked it. So in that sense, yeah, it kind of stinks if something happens. If something does happen like that, let's say if you were at dinner or uh, the monorail broke down, you get over there and it doesn't work, go to guest, ex- go to guest experience. Don't necessarily mm-hmm. go to guest services because that's usually always at the front of the park. Yeah. Go to the people with the blue shirts. Go to guest experience. There, there's a blue umbrella too. Talk to them. Explain the situation. 98% of the time, they're going to say, we're sorry that this happened and we're going to fix the situation. So 
don't get all bent out of shape because one person, you know, didn't make their lightning lane and it, it, you know, screwed them for the rest of the day. I'm being able to re-ride pirates, right? Just, just go to guest experience. Um, just explain to them what happened. They will fix it for you. It, it's not that big of a deal. Um, they people still yesterday, want you to have a good time. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, people now like they pe- want you to enjoy yourself. Yeah, I but, mean, people listen. People yesterday who booked Rise of the Resist or wanted to book Rise of the Resistance, like the the issue with with the, the I don't Canadian know. Did you explain address. the whole thing? Where like they wanted to book it. By the time they got into the system to actually change it and try to book it, it was it was done. They couldn't book it any further. They went to Guest Experience, explained it, and guess what? Guest Experience did. They gave them tickets to go ride Rise of Resistance. So, like, that was a completely different circumstance. That wasn't just, yes. oh, it's sold out. We didn't yes. get to book it. Yes. Like, they actually have explain your situation to them. 98% of the time, they're going to be like, listen, we understand. How can we make it right? Here's your right. passes. Yeah. Okay. Don't take advantage of it and make up an excuse or a lie, blah, blah, blah. Like, be sincere. Disney wants you to have a good time. I know that you're yeah. being charged for it. Take, but... take screenshots if things happen. And that's what I kept Anytime saying in the video. you book something, take make sure you take a screenshot. Yes. Just in case something happens to the app, that you have that screenshot, that you actually booked something, or if there was an actual technical difficulty when you booked something. Uh, um, go ahead. Um, okay. Uh, I would like to see the use of, Gen- of Disney Genie without Lightning Lane and see if it actually helps based on the recommendations. I think that is interesting because Disney, right, Disney Genie is free. It's right. within the My Disney Experience app. It's basically to help you plan your day, help you avoid the longest wait times, try and uh, help base your day on your preferences, help you find dining, um, right. literally help you plan your day. So I do think that would be interesting to see if using Disney Genie without booking any individual attractions or without paying for lightning lane how good of a day you can have with just using that i see josh smirking over there we're not going to take his comments from this we're going to move on to the next one (laughs) no listen hold on listen of course disney genie is going to work of course it's going to work and let me explain to you how it's going to work because there are so many different options that can be exploited within the system yeah for it to feasibly say that it worked right like it it doesn't say anything about um you know an actual time length it literally just says that it's going to try and get you to wait in the shortest amount of time that doesn't mean that you're going to be waiting five minutes for stuff if all the attractions are 60 minutes long and the only attraction that has a wait time that's less than that is 40 minutes guess what disney genie is going to tell you to go wait in that 40 minute line because everything else is 60 minutes so I mean, yeah, it's still going to work. And here's the other thing. And I, and I tried to mention this yesterday. I'm always trying to, like, adjust myself because then people say they can't see my emotions or they can't see my because mouth talking. Because you need your mind further away from you like mine. So, so, and then just, like, lean into it and be off to the side. So here's the other thing. Remember, <laughs> remember, there are still no character interactions whatsoever. Right. Think of how long okay. the queue gets to meet Mickey Mouse. Exactly. It's always Magic 90 Kingdom, minutes or Mag- more. If, if children are listening or you're an adult who has, you know, the young soul, you don't want me to ruin the magic. I'm Cover about your to, ears. I'm about to ruin the magic for you. So turn off for like 60 seconds. Uh, Town Square Theater and Magic Kingdom, right, where you can meet Tink and, and, Mickey, and Mickey, Mickey, right? Okay. There's not one Mickey in there. There's like at least, I'm pretty at sure at least three. three. Might be four. 
right? So when the line says that it's 60 minutes long, it's not 60 minutes long to meet one Mickey. It is 60 minutes long to meet at least three. So imagine the amount of people that are being turned over well, inside of that queue line. Three. You're going to go one, through one of those doors. Right. It's set up so that it turns people over quickly as possible. Yes. So imagine how many thousands of people are getting turned over throughout all the parks for these specific meet and greet locations that are inside. Um, and so I heard meet and greets coming back in November sparingly. They are sparingly coming back. Not everything is coming back sparingly here. I didn't even um, about that. Yeah, they, they made an announcement that some of them are going to come back. Now, Disney still has a hiring issue, right? It's not that nobody wants to work, okay? It's that there's literally nobody here in Orlando. People uh, left. People left. They went back home and they got jobs back home or they just didn't seem that it was financially feasible for them to move back, okay? They, they don't have people here to work. That's why Disney has been using third-party bus services to transport people around. That's why you keep seeing coach buses seen everywhere. I not as much recently. Not as much but recently. But Disney is still hiring full-time bus drivers. Yes. I just saw that the other day. So, I mean, keep in mind that, like, yes, the lines are still long. And I did point this out yesterday about, like, rides being ungodly long. I mean, it was first thing in the morning. Um, but we are going to be experiencing long lines regardless of how well Lightning Lane is working for a while until until all those characters are back all yes. the shows are back until, until the, the parades, parades are, are back, back. <laughs> so it's going to always feel busy and i think we could make an argument that maybe disney should cut off entrance park entrance like uh, a little more like go back to a capacity a little bit yeah just until um, they get those things back up and because running. you know i mean when you don't have anywhere to put people what are you going to do so they're all out and waiting in lines and standing in the middle of the hollywood boulevard um i just saw um Hold on. Go ahead. How does it work with DAS Pass? Um, Go double check the rules on the website about DAS um, because I did see people using it yesterday. I'm pretty sure you still get like a return time. I'm just not sure exactly how it works because we have never actually, we've never used it. So we don't know. Um, so just get on the Disney website or if you book with a travel agent like Gold Gale Getaways, uh, they can help you with that. We have agents that are actually specialized in DAS because they use it personally. Um, so that's another option. They can help give you all the information on that as well. Um, can you book a time for Rise of Resistance as an individual and book two other attractions using Disney Genie Plus Lightning Lane? So in theory, I guess if we're talking about this stacking mechanism that we were talking about earlier, where apparently if you get a lightning lane at 5 o'clock in the evening and it's 9 o'clock in the morning when you book that, at 11 o'clock you can book another lightning lane. Potentially you could have two lightning lanes and also purchase Rise of Resistance. Don't get your hopes up um, for this. Again, it's not a very good use of your lightning lane attraction um, to be booking stuff in the evening so far away. You should be using this stuff immediately to get the most advantage of your lightning lane uh, purchase. So book it at nine o'clock in the morning. And as soon as you tap your magic band or your phone or your tickets to the Mickey head, immediately start booking your next one as you're walking through the fast pass line or the lightning lane line, like book it immediately. All right. Um, Is Remy the only available with a virtual queue now? Yes. Remy is the only one with a virtual queue. You still have to get a boarding pass for that. Um, I do believe though you, you, you can pay for it, right? You can still pay individually for it. For Remy, yeah. it is boarding yeah. group and, and individual pay. And individual Not included in Lightning Lane. It's only an individual purchase or for boarding pass, yes. boarding groups, um, whatever. Somebody, somebody asked us this question 
uh, yesterday on an Instagram story, and then somebody um, asked something similar now. They asked if you want to book an attraction, are you guaranteed, once like if you pay, are you guaranteed to actually get to ride it? No. Here's the thing. If you buy an individual attraction, oh, yes. you can't even pay unless there is a time for you to book. Yes. It's like booking a, think of old FastPass system if you used it before. When you click on the time, it's only going to be available if there are times. And it will let you click yep. your time frame, your one hour window, your time. You book it to come back and then you pay. You pay as you're clicking your time. So yes, you are 100% guaranteed to get your individual attraction as long as there are times available. Everything is like it's yeah. based on availability. Now, if you pay for Disney Genie Plus, here's the key. Disney Genie Plus will not sell out on any given day. You can pay for Disney Genie Plus. That is does not mean you're going to get to ride anything with Lightning Lane. It's all subject to availability. So you can pay that $15 per person per day, but you got to make sure you're on there in the morning to at least get use out of it. Don't right. come at, you know, Magic Kingdom closes at nine o'clock at night. Don't show up at eight o'clock <laughs> and pay $15 and then there's no availability. Like that's yeah. your own fault at that point. Yeah. So, uh, so everything is subject to availability. Just you can, I got on this morning and I was looking, we do not have a park pass today. You can look and see what lightning lane times are available before you even purchase Disney Genie Plus for $15 per person per right. day. So keep that in mind as well. Um, oh, what? boy. Am I bright or something? No, your camera's getting a little a little warm over there. You did might you shut off the, soon. Did you open up the screen? I did. I pulled the screen out away from the okay. camera there. But uh, Also, yeah. can I just say thank you, everybody? Can I just say thank you, everybody, for joining us today? We have uh, over 160 people watching. Oh, wow. Uh, normally, when we do a live podcast, there's like 20 or 30 people. I know this is a super hot topic, so we're yeah. glad that you're all joining us and asking questions and being engaging in the chat so that we continue to have things to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's a great question. Here's the million-dollar question. Do oh, you I think this? this will eventually be better uh, than the old FastPass system? So... Um, if you're talking about old FastPass being FastPass Plus, which is the digital version, ver, version, uh, the digital, did, did, uh, digital. Gosh, oh my gosh, this man <laughs> can't speak. If, <laughs> if you're talking about it being the digital version, version, oh my oh gosh. Oh my god. <laughs> version. Version. Version of uh, FastPass, which is all done on your phone. Immediately right now, I will say no. And obviously because it was free. Immediately no. Immedi Immediately I, no. Right. I mean, because it was free. And there were so many great hacks. We had a very popular video that everybody really enjoyed uh, where we showed you kind of how to hack the system. It wasn't really hacking the system. We weren't breaking any rules. But, um, you know, where you could really take advantage of FastPass and get to experience everything throughout the day using that. I mean... I don't know how any system now could be better than that, especially this one. Will this create an overall better guest experience for resort guests? 100%, yeah. I think. Um, if you can afford because, it, yes. Because here's the thing, right? When we go back to old, let's go back to FastPass Plus. Taylor and I, we have the exact same advantage as any resort guest staying on property. Um, 
even when we're not when we're sitting at home uh, on our butts and we get on to look and book fast passes. Guess what? Um, we have the same advantage of resort guests. Same day, right? Back in the day, resort guests got sixty days. Non-resort guests, we had thirty days. So you had the advantage to book more popular attractions first. But day of, we had the same advantage as you to modify our times and do everything else like that, right? And we were very, very good at that. Super good at that. Um, I mean, Taylor could freaking. I was the fast pass she, queen. She could. She could get flight of passage like. A hundred times a day. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it was stupid. Um, Let me tell you what. My phone battery did not like it. <laughs> right. So to say that this system is is better, uh, no, I don't think so. Now, a better guest experience for resort guests. Yes. Probably. Because you're getting the advantage to um, purchase these individual attractions ahead of time. Um, and, you know, you get a little bit better access maybe to Lightning Lane as a whole. Um, but... No, I mean, of course not, especially not right now. Now, six months down the road, I'll be the first one to admit my feelings may change. I don't feel like they will at this moment, but six months down the road, they might. And I will be, you know, the first one to say that I was wrong. So what? Um, I I do say I won't. I'm not going to name anybody like I'm not going to call it any names. And Taylor knows exactly what I'm about to say. But there were YouTubers who were raving about paying that they would pay every day. I'm going to, oh man, I'll pay every day to go ride Rise. Yesterday, they were posting about how ridiculous it was to pay for attractions. So, like, come on. It's just you know, really it, funny. It's hilarious. It's funny, right? Um, I've said this from the beginning. I don't think that this was a good idea. I don't like it. I think it's dumb. I think it's stupid. It doesn't change the fact that $15 is a reasonable price compared to what it could be. So keep that in mind. I know I'm kind of ranting right now, but like <laughs> sometimes other people in this community, I just don't understand. Like either be honest or don't. That's what I live by. We're always being honest. Sometimes it hurts us. Sometimes it doesn't. I don't know. But Josh, why can't you ever give a positive dining review? <laughs> exactly. That, that's a good one. We had a comment yesterday too. Somebody commented and said, uh, never underestimate a vlogger's um, ability or whatever to want to maintain their media list. Listen, I'm oh going to be straight with everyone. Oh my gosh, we cracked up I'm going to be straight with, with the 160 people that it's currently showing me that are watching right now. Being on the media list for Disney is the least of my concerns. It is at the bottom of the list. I appreciate oh, every yeah, time definitely. Disney sends us something or Disney invites us out to something, I am as shocked as everybody else out there when they invite us to stuff. And, and like, I truly am because I, granted there are plenty of times when I am negative. Um, but my negativity is because like, I'm trying to give you it's guys. Not really, he's not trying to be negative. No. He is just giving his I, honest thoughts and opinions. Yeah. And I mean like, and listen, I love Disney. Disney is awesome. We, we would moved, not have moved to freaking Orlando we to if Disney. we didn't love Disney. Exactly. So, but like, this is crazy. This is crazy. Is it better than what they have in Paris? Probably, because Paris, you have to pay individually oh for every gosh, single attraction. Paris looks expensive. It, you have to pay for everything, right? You have to. Here, at least they're kind of developing something. What would I change? If they're going to stick with this system, I would say adopt Universal's um, I would adopt Universal's thing, well, where you pay one price, yeah. and guess what? You don't have to worry about a return time. Whenever you want to go ride it, you ride it. You still only ride it once. It's expensive. But you, you can ride it whenever you, you want. Yeah. 
hands down. I think that that's a great option mm-hmm. if that's what you're going to do. But more than likely, guess One what? One price They're not. per day, per person. You get and, on whatever you want. And, and everybody out there. And you can do the once per attraction or you can do unlimited. Right. And do as much as you want. And, and here's the thing. There are a ton of people out here who are going to be saying, uh, I'm never going back to Disney again. Disney's too expensive, blah, 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 blah. I totally understand your feelings. But if you if you actually want to make like that happen, okay, or you want something to change, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, you need to physically take time out of your day, write them an email or write them a letter. A professional email. A professional not one. Not getting on and, Twitter and, and saying, I hate Disney Genie. Exactly. Like, you need to, you need to like, explain your reasoning and why. And, enough, and if enough people do it, who knows? Maybe they will change something. Probably not. But listen, I'm just throwing it out there, right? Like, it, it's, it's here to stay. So we can all kind of really be upset about it for a long time and whatever, or, or we can just kind of deal with it. Mm-hmm. And Wait I understand for families, if you don't want to pay for I, it, I, I know understand, sucks, I understand for families, it's really difficult. Taylor's family, they're a family of four. Um, it, you know, your mom, Darren, uh, and your two sisters, they're a family of four. So if they're going to be doing it, they're going to be spending $60 at least every day. And if they're here for five days and they choose to do that for the whole week, what is that? Like 300 bucks for the week. So, I mean, 300 extra dollars. I get, that's a lot of money. However, oh, this is, this is, this is challenging here. So somebody just commented the prices for universals, $350 per day for the unlimited and $250 per day for the once per attraction. Uh, that price does also fluctuate. If you buy it in advance, it's right. a little bit cheaper than if you buy it day of. And if you stay at one of their top three resorts, it's included with your stay, which that 100% would be worth it to me to stay at a universal hotel. Yeah. And one of those top three, yes, you're going to pay a little bit more, but then you don't have to pay for express pass. Right. Heck yeah. Like I would totally do that. I mean, we have express pass after 2 PM with our annual pass or after 4 PM with our annual passes. But if I was coming here on vacation, that's what I would do. Um, so it's kind of, it's kind of hard to weigh the pros and cons of, and I mean, everything. And listen, and the other thing with, with Universal, right? So the, with Lightning Lane, it's not going to sell out. But you're not guaranteed to be able to use Lightning Lane for every single attraction in that park. Mm-hmm. Universal, when you, buy, when you buy that, you are guaranteed to ride every everything. single attraction that is on that list. At so like Velocicoaster is not, I don't think Velocicoaster currently is included in that. And I don't think Hagrid's is. Hagrid's I think is. Is it included now? I don't know. I would have to look. I feel like it's not. Um, but, of course, you know, Universal, they they made a little snarky uh, tweet yesterday. You know, Universal uh, on Twitter. <laughs> they're freaking. No, no extra fees to ride the Velocicoaster, which I thought was funny. <laughs> but um, so, wait, okay. So, we've been we've been all over the place, and I understand. So, I apologize. We I wanted to, this to be a little bit more structured, but it wasn't. Um, Yesterday's video was another, very structured. So, if you want structure, thing, go back and Another thing that it. we need to discuss is Wi-Fi. Oh, that's Disney, what I wanted to bring up. Disney, yeah. Disney, Disney. I love Disney. Listen, Disney, um, we give you guys a lot of money. We do dining reviews over at, on property all the time. What is up with your Wi-Fi? There is literally at no point, this is 2021, why why Wi-Fi is an issue. 
Um, yesterday, it was a constant issue. People were worried about this. You should be worried about this. This is something Disney needs to, they need to fix like immediately. Um, because this is a problem. Disney Genie uses up a lot of power. Disney Genie uses up a lot of Wi-Fi or a lot of service. Okay. Um, and yesterday it was like, it was bouncing between my cellular network and it was bouncing between Wi-Fi. Same. And, and the Wi-Fi was not cutting it. Um, there were times where things was, would not load and the app didn't fully crash as in like, you know, close, close out and I had to open but it back up, load. but the pages would crash. And so I'd have to hit restart, refresh, 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 and they would never reload. I would have to go the whole way back out. Sorry. I'd have to go the whole way back out to whatever I was doing. Um, and then go back through the entire process again. Why? Because the Wi-Fi cannot handle it. So, um, Yes, you should be concerned. I'm afraid. Like, I, I, I feel really bad telling you guys that, especially if you're coming from the UK or Canada or wherever where you don't have an international plan um, for your cellular network. But. Well, let me tell you, whenever I used to use FastPass Plus all the time, I did not have this many Wi-Fi issues. Yesterday was the, and even just like in these past weeks, like I'm always on the Disney Wi-Fi to post to like Insta stories. We've, uh, we have unlimited data, so it doesn't really matter. But like, I'm always on the Wi-Fi because it's just a little bit easier. And I'm always posting Instagram stories. I'm on Facebook scrolling and posting stuff on there. But like yesterday, I had never seen my phone jump on and off Wi-Fi so many times. And like at one point it was... Like I was trying to post an Instagram story and it literally would not load because it was going on and off Wi-Fi so much during that one trying to post. I literally just turned the Wi-Fi off and used my data because it literally was just not working. Right. It was awful. Like I felt like we were at like uh, the in the corrals at Marathon when nothing will load oh on your gosh. phone. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's 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 silly. And I think talking to um, some friends and, and other people who are well-established with an IT um, and really know how these things work. Even they are saying that it's pretty ridiculous that why, that, that Disney has not made a larger effort to upgrade their system uh, to better handle the bandwidth and capacity of people. I mean, come on. Like, what is happening? Yeah, right they now? definitely – well, because think about it this way. With FastPass Plus, everybody was booking their, their uh, three initial FastPasses either 30 or 60 days in advance – so that was all taken care of. All you were doing was booking one additional at a time every once in a while for people that even knew that you could do that. So like, or modifying, whatever. Now you're booking everything in the park. And a lot of people are trying to use Wi-Fi. So there's just a lot more Wi-Fi usage a huge demand. now the than there was before. It. So yeah, they definitely need to like upgrade that to handle a bigger capacity. Uh, somebody says, would it be worth buying a US data SIM for my mobile before traveling from the UK? It's about 50 bucks for two weeks. If it's only $50 for two weeks, buy it. That's Bring way it. cheaper than paying for um, like international. Yeah. I mean, for us with Verizon, when we travel to the Caribbean and stuff like that, or Mexico, I think it's like $10 a day, day each. Yeah. So we're paying, we're paying 20 bucks. So if we're there for like five days, if I even do it, cause I normally don't. Well, you, well, I mean, uh, well, no, sometimes you I do. I did it, Sam. Because Verizon now, Verizon, Verizon, they just don't care. They're like, as soon as you use your data plan, we're charging you. And they yeah. just charge you that extra that extra mm -hmm. 10 bucks. They send bucks. you a text. Um, so definitely worth it. Get it. Um, I think it's, it's worth having. This is also an interesting question, and I didn't think about this before, but it was not an issue. 
were you both able to look at your Disney Genie apps simultaneously being in the same party? Yes, we were. We could both look at the app at the same time. I don't think we would be able to book something at the same time, obviously, because you can only book one thing at a time, like right. for each person or whatever. Um, but we were able to look and scroll and look through the um, whatever that one screen's called, the tips, tips or something like that, whatever it's called. But we were able to look at everything. We could not book tip board. Yeah, tip board. That's tip what board. it is. Um, yeah, and I mean, and the other thing too is that like, obviously everything's contained with my Disney experience, but everything when it really comes to planning with Disney Genie stays within the Disney Genie bubble within the, within the, my Disney experience app. So, um, you can easily shift into looking at dining reservations and trying to book dining reservations or join a wait list, um, for another attraction. Taylor's Taylor's, uh, camera just shut off. So just give it a few minutes. She's still here. Um, it's, it's too hot. That's oh. why. So you can still hear, you can still hear me. Um, but somebody else, uh, we'll go. We'll just backtrack a little bit. Somebody had said, um, uh, "Let me see if I can find here, it real quick." I do have a question here. If Rise of the Resistance sells out, is that an all-day decision or does it open later? No, that is an all-day decision. Once it sells out for the day, it sells out for the day. That's for any attraction. If it sells out, it's it's out because they have an allotted amount of people per time frame. Um, so once it's out for the day, that means it's completely booked and you, it will not open later. Like boarding groups used to open later in the afternoon. So. Right. So no. Um, uh, uh, I just had it. Okay. So you're in magic kingdom. You're ready to book your next lightning lane attraction. Can I book it at another park before I park hop to that park? Yes, you can. Um, it won't be until after two o'clock because that's when park hopping kicks in is after two o'clock. Um, but again, remember that you're probably not going to be able to book another lightning lane attraction within uh you know magic kingdom if that's where you're at so keep that in mind so um most of the questions one thing i just this is a comment that somebody made they said that they think this is a great option because you can choose if you want to pay or if you'd rather not pay and just stand in standby lines which that's something that we keep going over because i continue to see comments and not in our feed right now but um, I continue to see things like on Twitter and stuff of people saying Disney has priced them out, which technically you can still ride all of the rides. Right. You just have to wait in line. Um, it's just driving me crazy. That's why I have to say it. Do you, Oh, great question. Do you know how to write to Disney? Um, you should be able to find somewhere where on you can just, website. where you they can contact, like contact them. Page. Yeah. And uh, you should be able to contact them that way. And, uh, and and let them know. But, I mean, somebody else said, uh, let the steam out of Genie Plus. By the time Christmas rolls around, Genie Plus will be a non-issue. Nobody will talk much about it. It'll be normal price. Or it'll be normal practice. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, that's like everything. I think, and, and that's People probably true. People in the Disney community don't like change. Exactly. They don't like change. That's how it's it, always and, been. Yes, this it, is a completely different change because we have to pay for something now we didn't right. have to pay for before. But it's just, a, it's a change. Yeah, so. and, and listen, it... It's probably upsetting right now. Um, I think for a lot of people who, because there are families who, unlike many of you who are probably watching, are are Disney fans, but they're not so involved within the Disney community that they show up for this kind of stuff or they watch a lot of YouTube stuff, right? They come maybe every year or twice a year, or not, sorry, not twice a year, once a year or once every other year. Um, and this is going to be something that's going to throw them for a loop. 
But, I, I mean, is it going to lose steam? More than likely, probably. I mean, yeah, of course. You're right. People are upset with change. They don't it's like just, change. It's a hot topic right now. When some, Whenever something else happens, whether it's something comes back or something else changes, you won't even hear about this drama anymore. Uh, <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> um, so I saw a comment on Instagram. It says, for Disney Genie Plus, you are not limited to how many you can book in a day, correct? I know it's one at a time, but you can do it throughout your day in the park. That is correct. Right. Technically, in theory... In a perfect world, you could use your lightning lane to ride every single attraction in whatever park you're in. And then if you still had time left, you could then go to another park, park hop, if you have that option, and ride more attractions. So yes, you are, it is completely unlimited. It's just all, you have to remember this, subject to availability. Right. So if things are available, yes, you can continue to book them one at a time all day long. Ride literally everything. You can also purchase those individual attractions and ride those as well. But it's all subject to availability. So just remember that. Unlimited, but subject to availability. Uh, Joseph, I mean, the fact that Disney Genie Plus at this point is making the standby line even more unbearable, uh, which in turn puts burden on Disney trips. It feels like Disney Genie Plus is required in order to have a good trip. Um, I think that this is what they mean by being priced out. So uh, I can agree with that to some extent that um, definitely what Disney is trying to do uh, to some extent is push people into purchasing Disney Genie Plus so that they have a better experience. That's probably true. Right. But at the same time, there was a day Taylor and I I got to experience, Taylor's family experienced it for years. Before FastPass Plus came around, there was just standard FastPass, which was a paper FastPass. And guess what? You could only hold one FastPass at a time. You could have one <laughs> paper FastPass at a time. And the only way that you could get that paper FastPass was to run to that attraction, stick your ticket into the machine, and it would spit out a fast a FastPass ticket. I think they do still do something like that in, like, Tokyo or somewhere. I think Disneyland still has them, unless they, they totally eliminated them. I don't know. Because remember, when we, when we were there in 2018, yeah, they still had them. we just skipped that. We, we just skipped did Mac. Okay, Mac's so, so um, you know, this is a similar thing. Unfortunately, you have to pay for it now. Disneyland, you have to pay for it. Disneyland Paris, you have to pay for it. I mean, it it's unfortunate that like, like Walt Disney World for so long was a place mm-hmm. that went against the grain from other theme parks, which made it such a, you know, great place. Not that it's not it's still a great place because it is, mm-hmm. but what made it so different was that. And, you know, uh I'm not going to defend their reasoning, but obviously they need to make money and they're trying to make a bunch of money uh, as quickly as they possibly can. Listen, I've said this before. Let me, I'm going to go on record of saying this again. They're building another theme park. (laughs) They're building, they're building a road to nowhere over by Magic Kingdom. Why? It makes zero sense. Until somebody gives me a real reasonable reason for why they're doing this, it makes no sense. It's it's a road that literally it's has huge infrastructure. It, it's a road that literally has no traffic mm-hmm. except for when maybe the park closes, but even at that point, there's never a crazy amount of traffic. Like ever. Ever. What's the reasoning? I'm telling you, they're building another park over there by Magic Kingdom. You heard it here first. Okay. 
Disney needs to be making up money because they they probably have got these plans to build this park and they're they're like we got to make up some capital as quickly as possible because we've got this thing and it's going and we got to get it built. I don't know. Um, remember that Universal's just up the road and they are still going to town on their third their third park. Right, mm-hmm. it, it's being built as we speak. Um, Epic universe. Yeah, right. So, I mean, I know I just got sidetracked there, but, you know, it, I, I get the pricing, but it, it is, unfortunately, it is what it is. And I hate saying that. But, Veronica, Josh is starting a rumor. Uh, I wish this could be a villain part. I wish it would be, too. So, um, but, yeah. So, again, going back to Wi-Fi, if you can, if you can purchase a, an international SIM card for your device, if you're coming in from somewhere else, do so. I think it's going to be a, a better issue. I, I think it's going to be a more uh, reliable, re- reliable, uh, you know, way for you to use the app, uh, especially if you have the ability to bounce between the Wi-Fi and a network. It might help. This is so. not Disney Genie Plus related, but I just want to address it. I heard it may be access to a new DVC hotel. I know that that is not true because they were already planning on building a new DVC resort between. Fort Wilderness Campground and Wilderness Lodge, and they completely scrapped that idea because they just did not have the money for the budget. So I feel like there's no way they are building another DVC hotel and building a road that big to get there. Like, it's a highway. They have built a highway. They're not building a highway to get to one thing. Like, there's no way. No way. See how long that lasts. Um. And, yes, you must have your park ticket your hotel and your My Disney Experience all linked together. If you use a Gold Girl Getaways travel agent, we can make sure that that is all set up and ready to go for you so that Disney Genie recognizes that you are staying on property and that you're a resort guest to be able to access these things early in the morning at 7 a.m. Um, people being priced out should not be stretching themselves so thin to go to disney i i mean i agree, I agree it, it's, with that too, it's but... unfortunate you know yeah. it's, it's unfortunate i don't think we all want to come to the reality of that but um you know this is what it is unfortunately. if you if you if you're used to coming to disney every year it might be something where you have to come every other year i wish that wasn't the case for so many people um you know but here's the thing i never ever as a child got to experience disney Taylor no. was very fortunate growing up. Taylor was very fortunate. Her family went to Disney in 1971. Her stepdad was like... A baby. was a baby. He like, was born he on has, September 30th, 1971. His mom's birthday is uh, October 1st. He has literally no <laughs> recollection of it, right? Like, so, he went. I mean, like, she's been getting to come ever since she was like five years old. The first time she went was like... That was like four. The 25th anniversary. I got to see the cake castle. Turn that there castle on a stupid cake. There's a new uh, photo pass lens. For the cake castle. Did you see that? So, yeah, Sorry. I have. Anyway. That, but, you know, my point here is that, like, listen, you know, it, it sucks. It does. Trust me. I know. Because for we my entire childhood, <laughs> growing up until I was 18, when I got to go for the very first time, I didn't pay for myself. Taylor's family literally paid for me to go completely. They paid for my airline, my like the hotel expense, my dining plan. And guess what? They didn't skimp on the dining plan. We got, got the looks dining right? plan. So, Three sit-down meals a day, two you know, appetizer on <laughs> I, I totally understand the feeling of not being able to do something like that. But unfortunately, me, that's, that's life. <laughs> it's life, and we all have to kind of like 
compromise or accept reality sometimes mm-hmm. that like it just and i know people are already budgeting and that sort of thing but you know if you really want to come and you want to be able to use lightning lane you that's just something you're gonna to have to add into your budget now when you are planning think right. about you know how many people you have in your party how much it is per person if you want to do those individual attractions as well Think about what's most important. What do we need to do? What do we need to have that individual attraction for? And use a rough estimate price because, you know, those are going to change. But, you know, you're unfortunately, you're just going to have to add that into your budget. And think about, you know, do you need to use it every single day on your trip? Are you only coming once every five years? Maybe you do want to do it every single day so that you make sure you get to ride everything. But if you're getting, getting to come every year or you come more than once a year, Maybe you only want to use it one day to make sure that you get to do everything in your favorite park. Right. You just you just got to figure out how you want to utilize it. Um, yeah, and and I mean, and listen, not to go back to more stories of being on the farm, but there's a great story that I love to tell Taylor, which is at some point in time, whenever I was younger, um, I was sitting down, I was yep. sitting in the living room in front of the TV, right, as many children do. Your mom's gonna cry. Um, my mom's not even going to watch this. <laughs> Please. All right. Um, I'm sitting down in front of the television, watching TV. I don't know. Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network. It was definitely not Disney Channel. I never watched Disney Channel as a kid. It really. was definitely not Nickelodeon because Nickelodeon's partnered with Universal. They would Doesn't never matter. air a Disney oh, commercial come on. on Nickelodeon. Sure All right, no whatever. way. Who knows? Maybe I was watching Cartoon Network. Anyways, Disney commercial comes on, right? And it's one of those, you know... Uh, very like iconic Disney iconic Disney commercials and occasionally my family would take us to the beach right which was cool uh, the, had a big family. the family the family would like rent out a beach house which was cost effective for everybody over over the cost of the week but like you know we didn't eat out right we just made food in the house right because it's you know didn't have a ton of money but we, I, I see this commercial and my mom walks in and I said, oh, I was like, you know, instead of maybe going to the beach, do you think that like maybe we could go to Disney World instead? And, you know, as a kid, right, you're so naive about literally everything. At least I was. She said, oh, as yeah, maybe. Be. You know, oh, yeah, maybe. And as a kid, you're like, oh, my gosh, maybe. That means at some point we're going to go to Disney World. Never went to Disney World, right? Because we couldn't afford it. And whether like whether that that was you growing up or um that's uh you in this as an adult right like if 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 your goal in life is to go to disney world you just have to come up with a plan to make it a reality to happen so mm-hmm. um i was very fortunate that um i met taylor and he just used me to go to disney that's know, I mean, all of course obviously <laughs> like that that was my long that was my this is a long con goal you know so and it's working out so far so um i think somebody made a, a really uh, a great kind of comment here that says you know is this disney's attempt to push people to the cruise line um it could be i don't think that that is the cruise is so um, expensive but the cruises are exceptionally expensive as well. Especially if you're paying for a family of four. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's really, really expensive. So It is all-inclusive, though. So It is. That could be an option for you. You know, um, but Disney cruises I, are I wonderful. hate to say this. I hate to say this, and I hate to put this out into the world, but I, I really, truly wonder, when are we going to get the announcement from Disney Cruise Line that says, uh, you know, fountain beverages are no longer going to be except like will be included right because that's what every other cruise line does don't give them ideas stop and it might happen uh cat said i learned as a kid children cover your ears first 
I learned that as a kid, maybe was my mom's nice way of saying absolutely never. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, I went to Disney when I turned 25. Kid at heart. That is 100%. Yes. Yeah. Same here. I went when I was 18. Had a great time. Um, so, I mean, it... it it is, you know, it's unfortunate, but it's reality. Uh, Disney is a business, and as a business, their goal is to make as much money as they possibly can, especially for their uh, stakeholders. So, <laughs> Don't give them ideas. I know. That's what I was telling Josh. Are they, in my opinion, sometimes uh, kind of branching away from the guest experience? Potentially. Potentially. But, again, guest no. experiences varies upon who the guest is, right? Is it is it not as advantageous maybe for Taylor and I? Yes, because we're annual pass holders. There's no need for here. us. There's no need for us to purchase Disney Genie Plus. If Taylor's family comes down or my family comes down, um, it's a some for some reason something special. Yes, we will probably purchase it for the day so that we can try to uh, enjoy things with them at the same time without having to wait in lines. Absolutely, but on a regular basis, no, because we can do it whenever we want just by waiting in line and. You know, we'll rope drop stuff, right? Like we'll yep. rope drop Rise of the Resistance. We still might have to wait like two hours, but hey, we at least we got to ride it for the day, and maybe we'll go do something else. Maybe we won't. Yeah. Um, and and for resort peeps, you know, uh, if you can Disney, afford it, absolutely. Disney is making this about their resort guests. Disney now, is is so absolutely and, and, sure. and I 100% agree with this. I think Disney should be focusing on their resort guests 100%. Their focus should not be on annual pass holders. Annual pass holders feel so entitled about so many different things. It's ridiculous. Um, I would really like to think that I don't consider myself in that entitlement group um, because. We don't really expect it. The only thing we expect from being annual pass holders because we have no blackout days is just being able to go to the parks whenever we feel like it. That's what I would like. That's all that we want. Yeah. So, I mean, um, you know, what are the benefits for pass holders with Lightning Lane? None. There really aren't any. There None. aren't. Um, it's not meant to be that way. It it's is meant to be for, beneficial for the resort guests. Yes, because Disney, they're paying that extra money to stay on Disney property. You know, and I almost wonder if at some point in time, Disney thought about trying to shift their model to focusing on annual pass holders. Shifting their model for us. And I think it backfired for them because, and they saw this in Disneyland, annual pass holders don't, really spend the same amount of money. Taylor and I are an exception in a sense that we spend a lot of money on dining, right? Because we're trying to give you guys dining reviews. Dining, merchandise. But we don't even, but even merchandise, we don't spend that much on, right? Um, the, the people who spend money on merchandise who are annual pass holders are the people who should lose their annual pass, which are resellers. I have no problem <laughs> saying that. And if somebody on I here is watching that. and you're a reseller, that's how I feel about you. Um, you shouldn't have an annual pass. Mm-hmm. Um, Technically, there is something that says that your pass will be revoked yet. Should I be. Um, yet to see that happen. So, uh, you know, Disney 100% should be focusing on their resort guests. Mm-hmm. Should potentially Disney Genie Plus be included for some resort guest holders? Like uh, top tier, you know, Grand Floridian, ca- uh, Contemporary, Polynesian. Deluxe resorts. Deluxe resorts. I would agree with that. I, I would. I would. Universal Included uses that same. maybe just discounted. Universal uses that exact same model. Universal mm-hmm. uses that exact same model. If you stay at a higher tier, we're going to give you more benefits. That's a model that, that I wouldn't be surprised that Disney has, adopts at some point in time. I don't agree with it. I'm not saying that it's right. But from a business standpoint, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, and if you're paying more, 
that maybe you should get to enjoy more. I'm not paying more. We're not paying more, but you know, we can go in and do it whenever we want. So, you know, I want more perks for paying for a vacation package. Exactly. And that's the way it should be. That's Mm -hmm. the way it should be. That's when we were coming on vacation. That's how we felt. We loved being a resort guest and that we had 60 days in advance to book those passes, like the fast passes. We loved extra magic hours because that was for resort guests only. So those are the kind of things. If, if I was staying on property, that's what I would want to. Uh, Michelle says, but even the resort guests are starting to not get much. Um, I think that's coming back. I think that's all coming back though. I think a lot of stuff that was there is not there right now. You kind of have to forget about this last year and a half, almost two years because, uh, things in the world were kind of screwing up everything. (laughs) Right. I mean, a lot of the lounges, um, the, what do they call them? The, the, like the DVC lounge? No, not the DVC lounge, but for the... The club level. The club level. You know, like a lot of those still aren't open yet. They will be coming back. Um, don't think that they won't. Uh, if they don't, club level people are going to, like, you know, not burn Disney to the ground, but they'll be upset. It'll come back. So yeah. it, resort guests, listen, if you've been coming, you're, you're going to continue to get more benefits. I, I really believe that. Yeah. Um, not Doesn't necessarily mean if you're a DVC holder. Um, I don't know that that's the case. Uh, I don't think Disney really cares for DVC holders that much. Not anymore. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if at some point they try to get away from that. But I will. Uh, t- I just want to say this real quick. Speaking of that, my mom was going to come down here like next week, and she had a few DVC points to use um, before she loses them. And she went and she looked at literally every single resort. There was zero availability for any DVC room using DVC points. Yeah. So she got on, because she's one of our travel agents, she got on and looked to see if she could pay cash for those exact same rooms that she wanted to use for DVC points. They were available if you paid cash, but not available if you wanted to use DVC points. Right. So think about that. (laughs) Yeah. And and I mean, like, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of, there's a lot of varying factors for everybody here, depending on where you're staying at and what you're doing. But, um, you know, Disney Genie as a, as a whole, it's unfortunate. You got to pay for it now. You got to pay to skip the lines. And it's not going anywhere. So, you know, we can all be upset and angry at Disney about it. I don't think that it's the best use of your emotions and time. Um, you know, the, the honestly, the best thing that you can do is either write to Disney or um, just start budgeting differently. You know, maybe if you always say deluxe, maybe you say it moderate this time. Um, maybe if you say it moderate, maybe you say it value this time. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you just restructure how you do just your vacation. Prioritize a little bit. Yeah, maybe maybe you don't do as many days in the park. Maybe you do less days in the park, but still have the same exact length of stay at a or resort. Or maybe instead of doing three sit down meals a day, you do more quick service and right. one sit down meal. You know, I mean, it, it's it's tough, and nobody likes to hear that. Nobody likes to hear that they got to change the way that they vacation or do what they do. And if you really don't want to change the way you vacation, then you just gotta plan more to spend more money right so yeah it's what are you gonna do a lot to think about a lot to process uh like we have said already uh if you did not see our video from yesterday yet um the title is disney genie plus is disney Disney genie the title is disney genie plus is it worth it real world test i'm gonna share a link here in the chat so you can see it. 
Um, but yeah, uh, definitely watch that video if you want a full breakdown of our video is more informative. If you want to know exactly what Disney Genie Plus is and how to use Disney Genie what it Plus, like. what it looks like in the app, like we show that all. Definitely check out that video. Um, save that video. Use it when you come back on your trip. If you kind of forget, refresh your memory and rewatch that video. I know that's why people loved our Fast Pass videos that we had made because they could just go back and watch it and see how to use it all over again. Yeah. Anything else you can think of? Um, you know, Daryl says, don't get me wrong. I'll pay to skip the lines. I just want to be able to book at least three. That's okay. something that could change in the future. We don't know. Literally, yesterday was the opening day. I was going to say, yeah, it just rolled you know, out. They could always make changes. Like I said, I said this very briefly earlier. This is the first real-world test of Disney Genie um, and the entire system as a whole. So Disney is, is actively um, receiving information from everybody's phones, right? Um, whether you think that you agree to it or not, um, Disney is taking information from my Disney experience um, back to their system and they are evaluating and seeing what's happening. What's not working? What is working? What could we improve on? Um, what should we take away? So later down the road, they might change this so that you can have more. You could do the stack thing that they were talking about or that we talked about earlier. You know, um, it, it, it just kind of all depends. It, it's really early. Things might change drastically. Things might not change at all. It just kind of really depends. So keep that in mind. Um, uh, the two-hour roll is at... If the next available return time is more than two hours away, you can book another one for in between the time. Yeah, so technically you can kind of stack um, some Lightning Lane attractions. Again, we did I, discuss that. We already, discussed that so. earlier. It's not available. It's not a it's not a valuable use of Lightning Lane. Yes. Um, it's not. So don't think that you're cheating the system by stacking your lightning lane attractions. It really isn't um, worth it uh, to do it that way. So, but uh, yeah, uh, you know, if you guys got questions, please feel free to continue to comment. Uh, let us know what those are. Send us an email. Send us a message on Instagram. Don't send us any messages on Facebook, please. We never see them. We hate Facebook. <laughs> Facebook is actually getting its name changed soon because it's such a terrible platform. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's that's what they've been talking about. Oh. Um, they're yeah, gonna be Instagram. Just reach Insta out on Instagram. Instagram please. message or comment on this video if, once the live. If you has don't ended. have it, yeah. If you don't have Instagram, leave a comment or write us an email. Um, we, something like that. So we sift through the emails occasionally. I mean, it's Instagram message and YouTube comment is the best way. Yeah. So, uh, thank you guys, uh, for being here, hanging out, uh, a little, uh, shout out to JTR media, which is our photo and video business. We are heading over to do a photo session tonight, and then we are going to do a little, uh, family, uh, I, I don't think that you they never watch know. our stuff. You never know. I think know. they found us you just never via know. Google search. You never know. Don't ruin it. Um, but we're doing a little family. That would be like if we had a proposal tomorrow and we were like, oh, we have a proposal we're doing tomorrow at Magic Kingdom in front of the castle. Um, we also, <laughs> you know, we also uh, do weddings. Um, if you know Promise um, from Promise Hope is her YouTube channel, right? Yeah. I feel I feel kind of bad not like knowing that. But again, like I don't watch a lot of people in the community. We're really great friends with Promise and Travis. I hung out with Travis and Nate at Halloween Horror Nights a couple weeks ago. 
uh, and Promise did show up too, but we are uh, doing the photo and video for Promise and Travis's wedding uh, in the next couple of months here, which is really cool. And uh, we're flying to Columbus, Ohio, the worst city in America. Why? Uh, because that's where the Buckeyes live, oh, of course. Um, but we're doing a wedding there. We're going to be uh, doing all the photography work for that wedding. So if you're interested, you know somebody that's getting married, uh, whether it's here in Florida or anywhere literally around the world, because we do travel for everything, um, head on over to www.jtr.media. There's a link in the description as well. There's a link in the description as well, um, and uh, we can help you with that. And, of course, if you're really confused and overwhelmed with Disney planning, head on Excuse me. Uh, if you're really confused and overwhelmed with Disney planning, head on over to goldgalgetaways.com for free uh, planning services with our travel agents. They can help you plan your next. It is 100% free. Yes. Uh, People try to say that travel agents throw in hidden fees. No. You're using the no wrong travel agency yeah. then. <laughs> Hands down. Um, there are no hidden fees. Whether you have big kids, small kids, or no kids at all, we can help you plan your next destination vacation, whether it's here to Walt Disney World or to Japan in 2023. <laughs> um head on over that way or we come can... join our group cruise to alaska oh i keep forgetting about that our group cruise to alaska of course yes and uh just a side note before we finish up uh check out josh's mug from today little ironic don't you think oh, wait you can't really see says it. i need a go. fast pass to friday uh <laughs> quick story quick story and then we're through um when this mug got released okay i can't do that because then it doesn't get in focus oh i keep hitting my headphones when this mug got released um, because it says FastPass on it, and of course FastPass disappeared, there was this wave of people to go and purchase it. And it was gone for like a couple of weeks. It was. And I was like, oh, dang, that really sucks. I really wanted to get that. Um, and guess what? It came back because they had more of it in stock. So please don't buy from secondhand people. Please don't buy people from people on eBay. All right? Don't. Please don't. Please don't. So Check shop, Disney um yeah i mean listen it's just it's just merch don't don't pay double don't pay 200 dollars for a because remember map. remember because i've checked the prices because remember those people that are purchasing things from the disney store are using their annual pass discount which is 20 percent mm -hmm. and then not on not only that not only are they charging you the full price of what it would be they're also charging you 20 percent more plus shipping usually so listen come on um <laughs> Let's end. Let's end secondhand shopping. All right, uh, that that's my little tidbit for everybody today. Thank you for watching us, uh, the WDW Couple, the Weekly Breakdown Podcast, and uh, we will see you all in the next one.